Get stoked for the new single, Heard It All Before, from Vancouver rock and rollers Ben Sinister, out March 16th on Cordova Bay Records. Visit cordovabay.com to pre-save on Spotify Plus and see more of our upcoming releases, including local blues keyboardist David Vest's self-titled LP, out April 6th. Cordova Bay Records, celebrating 20 years of local music. everyone we are back welcome listeners welcome to the all access for our second episode of music meeting podcast my name is elise the producer of the program and also sometimes the hoster our mission today is to try and teach you something new. I am here with my co-host, Campbell. Hi, Campbell. Hello, Elise. Who are you? My name is Campbell. I am a interviewer for the All Access Podcast. I am also sometimes a host. Nice. As of today. As of right now. Sometimes, you know, we branch out. We live, we learn, and uh, here we are. So, have you ever wondered how to start a band? What do you do? It sounds pretty intimidating. I mean, coming from my completely unbanded standpoint. But fear no more. Today we are going to teach you how to start a band in three steps. So let me explain how this works. We interviewed four members of the same band and asked them the simple but not so simple question, how do you start a band in three steps? Each member of the band did not know what the other members were telling us, and we did not tell them how we would integrate each of their responses into our how-to guide, which is going to change your lives. So get your notepads out. Who is the band we uh, interrogated? Local band Peach Pyramid. (laughs) A lovely local ensemble, actually. A lovely band where all the members got on board with the podcast. I want to say I was lucky, but I think it has more to do with my black belt swindling skills, which I should write a second how-to guide on. The members of Peach Pyramid consist of Jen on vocals and bass, Leighton Kramer, who's on guitar, Elijah Schultz on keyboard, and Adrian on the drums. What's interesting about Peach Pyramid is each member is involved in a separate musical project outside of Peach Pyramid, and those different bands are all very different than Peach Pyramid. If you want to find out more, you're going to have to keep listening. So each interviewee's perspective on starting a band doesn't come from the same experience of starting Peach Pyramid. I think they've all had a very unique come up in the music world. Not to mention that each person in Peach Pyramid contributes vastly different angles to the band in terms of instruments and style. So, Campbell, tell me, have you ever uh, played an instrument in a band before? In high school, I was in a band called the Interstellar Elevators. 
We were a hip-hop and funk and jazz band, and I played alto saxophone, guitar, and synthesizer. So you've been part of the how to start a band process before. I, in fact, have started a band. That sounds like an extremely radical project. It didn't feel radical because <laughs> it, it came naturally through my friendships with other musicians, and we were just looking to have a good time and play for our friends. That's awesome. So what would you say is the first step to starting a band? The first step is probably just to want to do it and to be willing to put yourself in a space where you're playing music with other like-minded people. So I think if you're in a room with other people and you have instruments, you have a band right there. All right, so initially I thought I would choose a step from each interview and make kind of mismatch how-to guide that might actually be more comical than informative. But each interview tied in so nicely with interviews of their mates that I decided to take bits and pieces from each answer to show the relative connectedness. And the expertly crafted cheat guide you are about to hear. So without further ado, here is step one. The first step. First step. Step one. We begin our how-to journey with Elijah. I am from Victoria, essentially. I've been here for 11 years, originally from Prince George. And yeah, I just do music and photography at all times when I'm not working or sleeping. The band that I started is called Tobias Young, and we're a three-piece right now, and it's just like R&B kind of 80s synth pop weirdness, and a lot of talk about stupid boys and their dumbness <laughs> towards uh, my precious little heart. <laughs> Peach Pyramid is Jen's project and it is absolutely like beyond anything I've been a part of or heard here in uh, Victoria. How so? Um, just her sounds. It, it's like this psychedelic beach pop and catchy melodies and like very riveting lyrics just like really, really, really draw you in. And um, just her openness and her stories is just absolutely beautiful. And like, it, it's just weird and cool because um, the way she explains stories and and her struggles is like so uplifting sounding, but then the lyrics are just so dark and and uh, just wonderful. Yeah. I right now do keys and backup vocals. I use Juno. A Roland Juno 6, which is like my favorite keyboard. My launch into the local music scene here was, um, I think, very blessed. I wouldn't say like Silver Spoon, but I, I found it a lot easier than a lot of people do. The first step for me is like just being out at shows and going to shows and and listening to other artists um, perform and and finding new sounds in that kind of aspect and just like yeah making making yourself aware of what's out there in Victoria or wherever you are and 
like yeah building community amongst great musicians uh is definitely like how i i personally started because i ended up just at Leighton and jen's house and we ended up jamming here and there and and i was there for their practices and for most of their shows and so like yeah learning all their stuff and and hearing them play often um kind of pushed me to start writing and pushed me to uh find musicians which ended up being just Leighton and Jen and um yeah it it created this this quick band really where um we were already friends and I already was listening to their stuff and trying to learn their stuff and it just like found its way to us just randomly writing a song together Leighton and I and that's how we kind of started Tobias Young. Um, whereas Peach Pyramid, I was kind of added on in. Did you have a sound in mind that you were kind of looking for people to fit in with that? Or was it the other way around where you heard something that you thought, oh, that's kind of cool. I could get involved with that. Like, how did that come about? I think a turning point for me was specifically with Peach Pyramid was she has a song called My Collapse. And it is just it's one of my favorite songs. And we were at Vinyl Envy and I was in the audience and she dedicated it to me and it was just kind of that moment where I was like, whoa, like this song is already amazing and like the people that were playing it are like super amazing and and so it was just that the the darker part of that song and just the way she she orchestrates the whole throughout the whole song really like inspired me and and really got me excited for that whereas for sound for for my band like I'm I'm obsessed with the 80s and 80s music and that whole craze that happened over the last like two years where saxophone was added to a lot of songs and and uh, just cool R&B chords kind of sort of and so um, I noticed that not many people were doing that around town so that really inspired me to start doing that as well yeah. cool so step one finding community just going out to shows mm -hmm. finding out finding sounds that are new to you or finding sounds that are kind of what you're into next is Leighton my name is Leighton Kramer I am originally from Canmore, Alberta, but I now reside in Victoria, British Columbia. I currently play in five projects, and I believe today's podcast is about how to start a band. So the first step, I think, I, I think we have to keep in mind too that there's like no real rules or steps to this. <laughs> but uh, if, if I were directing someone, I would say start out by checking out local shows, going and, you know, supporting the local music community and uh, uh, trying to like connect with people who make music that resonates with you. Just supporting, support 
support your local community as much as possible. And, and from there, you kind of fall into groups of people who hopefully are like-minded and you can start to formulate what kind of vibe you want. non-believer in the how-to step manual. I mean, how could anyone not believe this is the most effective way to get a band going? Jen, step one, might fit my criteria the best. My name is Jen Siebertson. Jen, what, uh, what projects are you involved in right now musically within uh, the parameters of what we're working with and outside of? Each Pyramid is my main one, that's sort of my, my pet project, but I also play bass with Leighton and his group, and I've been playing bass with Tobias Young as well. Nice. And yeah, I don't think I have really anything else on the go other than those three things. So how long have you been a part of Peach Pyramid for? How long has that been in fruition? So Peach Pyramid, I started writing songs like, oh my god, I guess it would be like maybe two years ago now. Mm. I sort of wrote all of those songs when I was still living in Calgary. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, when I moved to Victoria, I wrote a couple more songs, but I never really sort of brought it together as like a full band idea until last February mm -hmm. when we were at um we were playing song and surf with Leighton yeah and that's that's where like I officially met Adrian and I was like do you want to come play drums with me nice <laughs> so yeah you got him on board mm-hmm do you think it's just a matter of kind of finding the right people yeah, that's a huge part of it, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I sort of took all these songs that I wrote and I, I don't know, took to GarageBand to sort of flesh them out a bit more to totally. sort of hear what they would sound like with full band elements. And then I was like, yeah, I guess it's just about, you know, finding the right people to play with who are like the right fit. Yeah, And I kind of got really lucky, like Adrian really clicked right away That's and like awesome. Leighton was always down. Leighton and I have been good friends for a while and he'd been there on the sidelines while I was writing and stuff so he had heard things before I had ever sort of really shaped them into full songs even so yeah. he was sort of there <laughs> yeah. in mind anyway. I mean luck but also but also yeah. a side of being like very multifaceted musicians who are pretty serious about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, luck is a huge thing. Like it's just like been like these small coincidences that have led to really great, amazing friendships. So that's yeah. really exciting. You guys definitely come off as like a happy family of a in the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are very happy. It's great. All right, Jen. So what would you say uh, starting with step no or do you want to start with step number one? You don't even have to. 
Yeah, man, I could start with step three. Um, I guess, yeah, it's step one. Let's start from the, let's start from the beginning. Start at the top. So I guess step one is like, for me, it's like have a vision of what you, what you want. You have to sort of think about the end game before mm-hmm. you can even start to tackle anything. <laughs> totally. Like, I guess, yeah, with having the songs written and stuff, I really wanted to think about what I wanted them to to sound like with full band arrangements behind them. So for me, step one was go to GarageBand, mm-hmm. flesh out some very basic, like, drums and bass and sort of lead guitar ideas and think about melody and harmonies and like what it would sound like if you had a full band so that you know I had something to present to people who would want to play to be like this is kind of like what I want what I'm going for totally feel like I'm such a dreamer and I usually start constructing entire worlds and galaxies in my head before taking action. But going to shows is like live inspiration and it turns out that there is a two for one on that response. Here's Adrian. My name's Adrian. I moved to Victoria four years ago and I think the first thing I did when I moved here was started a band and that's kind of been my sort of occupation in my spare time, I guess, since then. Right now, I'm a part of a band called Bridal Party. That's kind of the main main project of mine at this point. And I also play in Peach Pyramid and Blaine Kramer, who uh, the other members I think you've heard from on this program. And a last band called Party Woman. Yeah. You said the first thing you did when you got here was start a band. Yeah. <laughs> what was that process like? It was pretty rocky, actually. Um, it didn't really, it took a while for it to actually work out, I guess. Yeah, I moved here for school and I, yeah, I just like, I had basically taken a year off from playing music and it, yeah, I just kind of, I missed it a lot. So I was like, okay, I'm moving to a new town and I just want to play music as much as possible right away. So I just, started off right away by doing that, I guess. Based on the lessons you've learned about how to successfully be in a band and be a musician who's able to play pretty fluidly with different groups, Mm -hmm. how would you break that process into three steps? So how to start a band in three basic steps? Well, I guess I'm approaching this from uh, the position of being a drummer so I'm not really the one that's like seeking out and like forming a band for to like play uh, my music, you know? Um, I'm mainly the joiner and not the like organizer of of everything. Um, So I think something that's important just from the get-go, if you're moving to a new town or something like that, um, or if you're just looking to get more involved in music, is just to go to shows. I think that's that's like that pretty much sums up 
everything really it's just like go to shows and like you'll just from there it'll snowball kind of kind of and you'll like meet people and um see some cool local bands that that you'll like and like you'll meet them as well probably victoria's pretty small so everyone kind of knows everyone but yeah i think that's a good piece of advice is to just like go to shows and get involved step one go to shows yeah step one look at step one right now that all these musicians just told us about and it appears to our knowledge that step one in Elijah's world and Adrian's world was both going to shows which I think is kind of interesting because it sounds like the first step in a musical endeavor but I think it's kind of like the first step in life you know you see other people getting stoked on it and then you go and do it I agree he agrees he didn't know what to say, so he just said, I agree. That's cool. What do you think What do you think is better, Campbell? Do you think it's better to go to a show and get inspiration, or do you think like it starts with a vision first? I think that it's really useful to have some sort of example of where you could get to. So seeing a band is a great way to do that. If you go to a venue and you show up and you're like, Oh, I like music, but I don't know how to do it on my own. And then you just see this band blow your friggin' mind right in front of your face. Yeah, You're like, yeah, yeah. I could do that. Yeah. That's me up there. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I feel is the right answer, but don't ask me. Just listen. Okay. Just stick with us. And You're an then... authority. You're an authority, Elise. Okay. I have authority. Listen to me. Step one. You can take a little bit from everybody's response. Okay. And if you listen to the end, you will have your own band. I promise. Okay, so moving on to step two. Practice is the most important part of being in a band and you know it's it's really rewarding when you practice and you play a good show but I find that happens less often usually you practice a lot and you play an okay show and you're like oh we need to practice more but yeah step two is kind of fleshing out ideas and and making sure everyone's on the same page and kind of like building a show, I guess. Step two, I, I kind of alluded to in step one, is, is definitely um, the writing process um, because you can't just 
like unless you're doing a cover band you can't just only do covers and and stuff and so um we do have a couple covers with tobias young but yeah it's the it's the writing process um and also just like finding your friends and other musicians that want to work with you and um that that's what i think is also very very important is because when you say you're going to start a band or when you say you're starting a project and people find out about that, you have your friends who aren't necessarily musicians, but think they've got something going for themselves. And, and it's always fun to sit down with them and like go over some stuff, maybe hear what they can do and can't do. And, um, that really like lays the foundation as, as soon as you find people with the same mindset as you and, um, not necessarily the same, abilities as you but maybe uh different abilities musically uh that that really lays down the foundation because you need the right people you need the right music um and yeah as soon as you find that it really meshes well like um one of my songs breaking the silence uh Leighton and I wrote together and he was sitting at the drums which I might add, he actually picked up drums for my band, so that is absolutely insane. But he's sitting at the drums and I'm at the keyboard and we were firing things back and forth. Um, and we wrote the song in about 10 minutes and it's like a, a very precious story to me. And, and just the fact that we were able to legitimately one line, one line, one line, one line, it was like a hot knife and butter awesome yeah so step two is definitely finding the people that you want to work with and being able to write creatively with them Step two then is like find the find those people to present it to, right? Yeah. See who's gonna be a good fit. And I don't know, you kind of have to be a little bit open to interpretation and experimenting a little bit, which is my that's like my favorite part about playing music with anyone is sort of giving them an idea and seeing where they take it because 99% of the time it's something that I would never have dreamt of <laughs> and it's great. Totally, that's the so. genius of working or like collaborating creatively yeah. with people who are also creative. Totally, and yeah, that's like, I don't know, it was like that with Leighton, like right off the bat, we just, we've always had like a really good connection creatively, so. That was really easy. And Adrian, yeah, is amazing to work with. You just like give him. And for me, communicating like drum language is always so difficult I <laughs> because bet. I'm not like really a drummer. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, just do the like do 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 thing. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And he just knows how to translate that ridiculous language totally <laughs> into a beautiful drum sound.
step two for me would be to just say yes as much as possible. When someone comes to you with an offer uh, that's related to music, just like if you can, if you have any like opportunity to do it, then just do it for sure. Because you never know what can happen. It can be, it can amount to nothing or it can just like turn into something cool. Like, um, yeah, like the way that I started playing with Peach Pyramid, I just like, just these two people that I kind of knew, um, but weren't, wasn't really friends with at the time. And then they just offered to play a show the next week, which was kind of, uh, kind of intense. It definitely had to learn the songs pretty fast and stuff like that. But yeah, pretty stoked that I said yes to that one. Cause now it's like a year later and we're, we're going on tour in May across the country so it's progressed a lot in that amount of time so that's cool Elijah says that step two is the writing process. And then Leighton says that step two is convincing these people you're working with to collaborate with you. Jen says find people. So kind of similar to Leighton. And then Adrian says say yes. Say yes. I feel like Adrian's is like the first step two. It's like step two A. First you say yes. And then you take Jen's advice and you find those people. And then you take Layton's advice and you convince them to work with you. And then you take Elijah's advice and write a song. Right? Absolutely. It starts with saying yes. Yeah. And saying yes means accepting that you are inherently a musician. If you weren't born with an instrument in your hand, it doesn't mean you're not a musician. All it takes is to want to express yourself and to be comfortable or at least willing to explore that space. So say yes. album Slow Wave by the Velveteens on Fierce Panda Canada. Featuring surf pop jams like All Night Baby, Don't You Feel Better, and Midnight Surf. Find it on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you listen. Head to fiercepanda.ca for more info. Before we continue on to the final step, um, we thought we would get a little insight from somebody on the outside, somebody who might not actually have a musical background. So Campbell, who are you thinking of calling? Her name is Charmaine and 
She owned a farm for the past couple of years here on the island, and uh, she recently uh, retired her land and is now in the wine business, and she's super vibrant, super charismatic, and super sassy. We could try giving her a call. Okay. I like all those things. Those things sound good. And it's a local number, probably. Awesome. So no calling card. Hello? Charmaine, this is Campbell. Yeah. Hi, Campbell. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm all right. I, I have sort of a funky reason for calling you this evening. Uh-oh. So I'm at CFUV, and we're working on a, a music podcast, and the theme of this episode is how to start a band. So okay. naturally, who came to my mind but you, Mother Felker? Why would I come to mind for a band? Well, we wanted to ask somebody who didn't necessarily have experience with it, but if you might be able to tell us how you would start a band in three steps. Hi, Charmaine. Hello. That's my buddy, Elise. (laughs) Hello, Elise. We're co-hosting. We wanted some outside input because all we do is talk to musicians all day and we're just so bored of their opinions, really. Oh, it's just so mundane. Exactly. Yeah, you know, we need, um, one, we need that, that y- you, you probably just have that, like, that spice that you can add, that influence, outer circle oh. influence. Okay. Well, three steps. Uh, well, I would probably put an ad on some sort of platform um, that musicians use. So in Victoria, I, I believe there's a, a you know, Victoria Band's website or Musicians Victoria or Live Victoria or something like that. Um, I can't remember exactly what it is, but I think it's Live Victoria. Yeah. Um, I would probably put something on there like, yo, I'm a singer, looking for this, this is my style. Is that what you personally would post? Uh, yeah, I pro- or I would, you know, if I played an instrument, like, oh yeah, I... I I don't want to brag, but I can play uh, the Jurassic Dream Park on my harmonica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it would be something like that, like really into the blues or looking for, you know, creative inspiration or something along those lines. So, yeah, number one would be do a post, tell, tell, tell what I offer and, you know, say what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So starting with an ad. Yeah, I'd say so. On reaching a, out. Reaching out. There you go. Yeah. Blasting the interweb. Blasting the interweb. Yeah. Full and blast. short of that, I mean, there's also, you know, little coffee houses or um, um, pubs where they have open, open night, open mic nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go check that kind of thing out. You know, and pick see if there's up anybody I can connect with. Yeah, see if there's people. Because, yeah, I would think that, you know, it's like everything else. Some people are a fit, some people aren't. Right. Excellent but response. Okay, I passed. You oh, passed big time. That's a great first step. You're, you're one step into starting a band. Yeah. I'm one step. So then it would be, yeah, jams. You jam. You jam. And then you jam some more. 
You would jam and then you would jam some more. Yeah, and then when you were feeling it, like, yeah, we got something here, people. They start looking for gigs. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's solid. Is step three look for gigs? Yeah, for sure. Make that bank. Yeah, you got to get put yourself out there. Yeah. Thank you for your musical input. Well, you're welcome. Is there anything else that you want to tell us while you're on the air? Make your wine up black tie wines. Boom. <laughs> Duly noted. How's the harmonica treating you? Um, well, I've got it actually at work here. So then if I have a few minutes and I'm feeling the inspiration, I can kind of wail here and not torment my neighbors and my family. Because I do really feel like I got the blues inside of me. Um, do they howl and sob when you play your harmonica? Well, and my, my son, my husband's pretty supportive, but my son is uh, less patient. Step one, have a son that supports your musical pursuits. Yeah, no doubt. Like, ew, you're too old, Mom. Oh, so oh that's right. Crying that's, out loud. Yeah. Step one, delete kids. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, he's a teenager. I can do no right. <gasps> oh, man, that's got to be a fun time, hey? It's great. He's a great kid. He really is. Okay, well, thank you for your time, Charmaine. Campbell's yeah, no going to call you after this and talk to you about your life, actually. He promised because it's kind of odd to call somebody out of the blue with this. Oh, it's fine. It's totally fine. I would do the same thing. Awesome. That's good yeah. to know. Charmaine, no you're awesome. You're awesome. You keep that fun. Thank you so much. Bye. Have an awesome night. So that was the legend amongst legends who just reported on this. And you can support your local winemaker by going to Black Tie Wines. Shout out to Black Tie Wines. Shout out to Charmaine Felker, aka Mother Felker, who is not only an excellent farmer, but an excellent winemaker. We love her here at CFUV. We love you. We do. And we, we love you. It's all love here for everyone. Finally, the final piece of the puzzle, the final step. This one is interesting because of how everyone at Peach Pyramid interpreted final. Elijah and Layton had more of the final product in mind. And Jen and Adrian, on the other hand, kind of saw the final building block differently. The third step is definitely like meshing yourselves together well and and understanding that things aren't always going to be perfect like um, it's the whole practice makes perfect but you're not always going to get there kind of vibe and um, like each practice is different for all of us like when we're practicing with Leighton and practicing with Peach like it is a very controlled environment we are we're all very serious and um, 
yeah, we, we joke around here and there, but for the most part, it's like we stick to task, play through the set, and go over things if we've messed up. Whereas Tobias, um, that is like a, more of a free space um, because it it is like a new project. It is something like I think we started in April. So Tobias is just like, yeah, we have a lot of fun. Layton's trying new things on the drums and um, Jen is just writing sick bass lines. Like it, it's actually like so insane what she comes up with sometimes because she's actually a, a genius, has perfect pitch. And um, yeah, so I, I would say like third step is, is definitely understanding that not everything's going to be perfect. And it actually also goes back to that first step of community is I like to think that I was very lucky with with how things started for me because I was with Peach Pyramid and Leighton Kramer um, because their sense of community and also just my sense of community um, helped me get shows at places like Lucky and the Copper Owl um, because I had connections with people and they didn't necessarily know my sound at the time but they were just willing to kind of put me out there because like we were friends because we've had that rapport with each other. And so I actually ended up playing Lucky twice in the span of a week, which isn't really heard of, which was like a lot of fun. Yeah. Step three would be, I would say, trying to play as many shows as possible that are good shows and trying to like create a product that you can give to people and, and you know, be remembered by like almost like a little legacy, um, which in, in terms of a band, that's usually a recording. And yeah, I think, again, as like from step one when you when you're you're taking part in a community and you're meeting all these people you you like slowly build connections and you like you know you're going to shows and you figure out what bands you like you figure out who who like really resonates with you and who you have chemistry with um Ideally, you take your band, whether it's two people, four people, eight people, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, and you try to, like, take that and put it into the community. Holy Smokes is, is a really great kind of interface for that, where they are, they're constantly taking local bands and mixing them with kind of bigger bands or, you know, bands from Vancouver or, you know, the, there's always a good like mix mash and finding, finding and finding a community like that, I think is very important. Yeah, like shows, shows is where bands generally really thrive. And if you play a good show, uh, people are going to be intrigued and they're going to want to buy merch from you. And if you have a good recording, then that's kind of just like the icing on the cake. Um, and yeah, recording, you know, there's there's so many different ways you can go about it. 
uh, like you can go to a fancy studio and spend lots of money and work with crazy people and you know have this big sparkly polished thing or you can set up a bunch of mics in your living room and record to like a four track and you know have have kind of more of an honest approach but there's really no right or wrong way to go about it uh, it's just kind of like how you want to project yourself in your project and like how much money and time you and your bandmates want to put into something um, I think that that kind of like that would be step three, I guess. <laughs>
Step four. Let's, um... Step four, you know what? This is gonna be like a Nike advertisement, but Hell just yeah. do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> just, you just gotta do it. You just put yourself out there, sort of make yourself vulnerable, and, you know, play the shows that you're playing, or go record, you know, just seize the day. <laughs> step for Elijah he said meshing yourself together well and knowing that things are not always going to be perfect Leighton said play as many shows as possible and create a product you can be proud of and remembered by and record and Jen and Adrian both agree on practice 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 so what did you learn I learned that starting a band is as simple as three easy steps that's all you have to do if you want to start a band you can just listen to this and you will be filled with insight i know i kind of already said this but if i should be so cheesy as to say what i found interesting was i really find this how to start a band manual highly applicable to life you begin with a vision you watch other people fulfilling a similar vision you find other people with a similar vision and for lack of a better term you band together you hone your craft, and you present it. It means a lot to me right now, or it feels relevant. I feel like it, it feels relevant to most people who have kind of like an artistic pursuit, maybe. Maybe just everyone, I don't know. But I want to say recently, but also in the past, I've had some artistic endeavors where all it took to get things off the ground were finding people who were like, initially as stoked as I was on what I was doing and then forming a common ground with them and like building a community. So whether it's music or whatever you're doing, making a podcast, making a film club, whatever you end up doing, um, I think you could apply these steps to basically just like a universal um, meaning. So on our next episode, you can listen to our first band practice. <laughs> Just kidding. But I hope everyone is filled with new and exciting knowledge. Campbell, do you have any dying words before we wrap it up here? If I were to die in the studio right now, my final words would be, I believe in you. <laughs> I b I'm like not even kidding. I believe in you so strongly. Whatever whatever doubts you have right now, whatever you think is holding you back, whatever perfect time you're waiting for in your life, it's not going to come. That time is right now. You are a musician now. You're an artist. You are a full-fledged person, and you can do friggin' anything. So those are my dying words. Okay, everybody, I hope you learned lots of things before we go. Um, I would like to thank everyone who got involved in the second episode. Firstly, my interviewers. Miles Sawyer, Chloe Weisenthal, Campbell McClintock, who is also my trusty co-host. All of the lovely interviewees, I would like to thank Elijah, Jen, Adrian, and Layton. If you haven't listened to Peach Pyramid already, I don't know how you sleep at night. Just kidding, but definitely check them out. They are incredibly rad. 
I would also like to thank my editor, Natalie, who says she didn't learn anything in the editing process for this podcast, but she now has a sweet band thanks to the steps provided by Peach Pyramid. Yeah, her band's called Audacity and the Reapers. Last but not least, if you were wondering what the beautiful background music was throughout this episode, wonder and no more. Well, I'm sure you could figure this out on your own, but the majority of music was, lo and behold, Peach Pyramid. We also had Bridal Party, which is the band Adrian drums in, and Leighton Kramer Band, which is Leighton's other project. The intro music is from Steve Lacey, who was not interviewed on this podcast, unfortunately, but I highly recommend you check him out. Stay tuned for our next episode where we look at the healing properties of sound. See you soon. is made possible with the generous support of Cordova Bay Records and the Community Radio Fund of Canada. All Access is supported by Cordova Bay Entertainment Group, supporting local music since 1998. With artists like Acres of Lions, David Gogo, Sam Weber, David West, Steph McPherson, and more. Cordova Bay Entertainment Group, Celebrating 20 years of local music. Learn more at cordovabay.com.